This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Let's get you caught up on the day's top stories. The community in Uvalde gathering to grieve last night, still in disbelief and pain along with anguish. We come in agony and we come with broken hearts. Community members and elected officials in Uvalde prayed and they cried last night during a candlelit vigil. They tried to comfort one another while they remembered the victims of the worst mass shooting in Texas history. It comes after the loss of 19 children and two adults shot and killed at Robb Elementary School on Tuesday. Investigators say they have yet to determine a motive for what happened. Jason Allen in Uvalde with this report. The South Texas town of Uvalde is mourning the deaths of 19 children and two teachers at Robb Elementary School. All of them were inside a single fourth grade classroom. The gunman has been identified as 18-year-old Salvador Ramos. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said the rampage began when he shot his grandmother. He then went to the school armed with a pair of semi-automatic rifles. There has been no criminal history identified yet. He may have had a juvenile record but that is yet to be determined. There was no known mental health history. This is where families came to be reunited with students after the shooting. The families of all 21 of the victims have now been notified. Officials said that the remains of their loved ones will be released to them once autopsies are complete. Governor Abbott said the only warning came in a series of private Facebook messages sent Tuesday morning. The third post maybe less than 15 minutes before arriving at the school was, I'm going to shoot an elementary school. Investigators spent Wednesday combing through the house where the gunman lived. Authorities believe he acted alone and say he legally purchased the weapons that he used. Jason Allen, CBS News, Uvalde, Texas. Tuesday's rampage ended when a Border Patrol agent fatally shot the gunman. The suspect's 66-year-old grandmother remains hospitalized in critical condition. The school shooting is raising a lot of questions, one that many are asking, is there anything our nation can do to prevent the unthinkable from happening in our communities? Important HS Police Chief Paul Lemoyne says his department and the school district are looking at ways to make it more difficult for a potential intruder to enter an elementary school. That could mean changing entries into buildings or placing officers in elementary schools. The chief says the number one goal is to keep students and staff safe. What we want to do is to, to harden it you know, because this is called a soft target. And uh, so we want to make sure that we do everything in our power uh, along with the school to prevent somebody from entering the building. Portnage's police department placed officers on campuses and increased patrols, as did departments in many other cities across southeast Texas in the wake of the shooting in Uvalde. The Uvalde mass shooting is difficult for anyone to talk about, but especially children. Helping parents searching for answers and ways to approach the tough subject is also difficult. Chief of Pediatric Psychology at the Children's Hospital of San Antonio recommends that parents check in with their kids, listening to any concerns and offering support. She says a good way to do this is through simple questions. Say, do you have any questions about it? Anything you want to discuss with me? Just give them an opportunity to state any of their worries, um, ask you any questions about safety they may have or anything like that. And the child psychologist also recommends watching your child's behavior during daily routines, not enjoying their favorite activities, unusual sleep patterns could be signs your child is struggling with something. 
Well, the theft of catalytic converters is an epidemic sweeping the nation. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office is sharing video of two men driving around a parking lot off I-10, removing catalytic converters from three separate vehicles. The men were in a blue Hyundai with paper tags. If you recognize them or have information, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. Drug cartels are producing fentanyl mixed with street drugs like cocaine for making fake pills with it. The synthetic opioid turns drug dangers into death traps. This isn't your normal back alley street heroin guy that you, you envision in your head from TV shows, right? These are students. These are working people that, that go out on weekends and maybe take a, to, into, have an indiscretion and take a pill from a friend. Brett Featherston, the U.S. attorney for the area, tells KFDM here in the Eastern District of Texas he has 27 open investigations involving fentanyl. Just a couple of years ago, fentanyl meant nothing to the public because it didn't exist outside of legitimate product used in hospital operating rooms. Fentanyl overdoses are becoming a Southeast Texas concern as well, but that's not all. The DEA tells us something else is popping up that's a huge concern for law enforcement. We're seeing um, a big issue in certain areas with crack cocaine use um, and the methamphetamine is definitely, definitely a, a big problem still in the area. Also, what we're, we're starting to see an uptick in our PCP. Um, that's, that's another drug we're concerned about, that trend we're starting to see primarily in the Port Arthur area. PCP will cause someone to become agitated, delusional, or even irrational. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody, from the KFTM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here is a look at your forecast for Thursday, May the 26th, 2022. Yesterday, we started off with temperatures in the 70s. Rains cooled us off, and then sunshine in the afternoon warmed us back up. Again, very rough afternoon, or very rough morning, I should say, across southeast Texas with those storms moving through. No such animal today. We are going to be looking at high pressure moving into control, and that is going to keep things very quiet, not only for today, but right through the Memorial Day weekend, which, of course, as we know, is the unofficial start of summer, and, of course, school wrapping up in the next day or so for all of us here in southeast Texas. Today we'll look for mostly sunny skies. It will be a little windier up into the lakes with gusts around 30. In the triangle, gusts won't be quite as strong with winds out of the west-southwest. Highs both in the lakes and in the triangle expected to top out into the upper 80s. Next couple of nights, with clear skies and light winds, we'll see overnight lows down into the lower 60s in the triangle, maybe some upper 50s in the lakes, so it's going to be a very cool start to the holiday weekend. We will look for mostly sunny skies Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that will bring us, again, temperatures right around 90 degrees, which is just a degree or two above normal for this time of year. As we head into early next week, your Memorial Day Monday looks for a high temperature of around 90, still looking at plenty of sunshine. We'll start to bring in the south-southeasterly winds gusting to around 20. That slowly brings back the moisture, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of next week, we'll see a little bit more cloud cover and the possibility for a couple of isolated showers, possibly a little bit of a sea breeze uh, inducement of those showers for Tuesday and then also towards the end of next week. But again, the rain chances not overly high would not cancel any of your outdoor activities. At this point, we're looking for temperatures to stay in the upper 80s to lower 90s over the next seven days. Tropically speaking, nothing to worry about at this point. Of course, we'll keep watching it for you as hurricane season gets kicked off next Wednesday. And of course, if you're headed to the beach for the holiday weekend, conditions look pretty good. Water temperature right now sitting at about 80 degrees.
degrees. And of course, we're looking at a moderate risk of rip currents for today and likely the next couple of days. That's going to do it for your forecast on this Thursday morning. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, you can download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. On this Thursday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.